0: Hi, this is Libby. And this is Roberta. And this is Art Blog Radio. Today we're speaking with Lindsay Chandler and A.J. Rombach of Fjord Gallery. Fjord is a newish member-run space on Frankfurt Avenue, and Lindsay and A.J. are two of the founding members. The gallery began in May 2012, and its current show, The Eighth in the Space, is a painting show that investigates the idea of landscape. Uh, Tell us a little bit about why you started
1: Fjord. Well, Sean Fitzgerald... Let let me just ask, identify yourself for this first round. This is Lindsay Chandler. Uh, Sean Fitzgerald is another founding member of this space. This opportunity a little bit fell into our laps in that we found a building that was advertised on Craigslist. We wanted to potentially just rent the first floor, but then we had the opportunity to rent the whole building, and at that point we had often discussed the potential of running our own gallery space if, you know, certain things fell into place and it really did. How many of you were there?
2: AJ speaking now. Uh there are four of us and I think it was right around that time where I had a studio um over at the paper mill and um I had a show at CSA Gallery and Lindsay approached my parents who were pretty much terrified about the whole paper mill situation in general. What was the paper mill situation in Uh, general? It was just, it's just a little bit deeper in Kensington. And my dad pretty much freaked out. Um, I commute via rollerblades, so that made them especially more concerned because I was rollerblading like deep into Kensington with like painting supplies. (laughs) So then when Lindsay approached him about me moving back to a studio space on Frankfurt Ave., they pretty much like moved me out of the studio and into Fjord.
3: So we should say where you are now, which is on Frankfurt Avenue, north of Rocket Cat, but not that far north. Uh, you know, the cafe and the pizza joint and the ice cream joint. And mm-hmm. so, do you feel like there's a community
2: growing up around here?
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. And do you feel it's come this far north? Yes. Absolutely. I think that, um, of course, we have got Little Berlin who been around here for a while. So and then there are, are a ton of artists that are in that space of course and then we've got Art Space Liberatia at 2424 York Street and that's an exciting new addition. So that's exciting and just right down the street from us and then just a ton of art spaces in Philadelphia that we're really excited about and every day we become more aware of and
3: so let, let's just ask then about what you think about the community of alternative spaces in Philadelphia. Do you feel kindred spirits with them? Yes,
0: definitely. And, and what, do you have any kind of a relationship with them? Or plans for a relationship? Absolutely. Or? Yes.
2: There are plans for a very big uh, collective effort among the different uh, galleries and art spaces in the city for something in November, Um, so we are speaking very much with Vox Populi and Grizzly Grizzly and Tiger Strikes Asteroid and Practice. It's called Citywide, uh, which references the uh, drink special (laughs) in the city. Uh, Citywide is a shot of whiskey and a tall PBR. Um, We went with that, honestly, because... uh, So much of the city recognizes that drink special, and it's very specific to the city, sort of comical and lighthearted. But the the gist of this is that the different uh, collectives and art spaces will be swapping one another's work because these are all artist-run spaces. So Fjord doesn't actually showcase our own work. We're not interested in that. Fjord is a curatorial project. This opportunity, this citywide, um, will allow us as artists to showcase our work in a different gallery and open the doors of Fjord to a different gallery space. So basically it's a giant geographical swap of art and hopefully encouraging people to transverse the city, see other galleries, have a giant dialogue. Basically it's going to be a very large event. Um, do
3: you know who you're swapping with and who will be in here and is that decision up to you? We
2: The next meeting that that's gonna happen we are are supposed to say what we want and um, we we think we'd like to swap with Tiger Strikes Asteroid and uh, Tiger Strikes Asteroid would also like to swap with us we have (laughs) have, like a a little marriage so um, we're trying to figure out how it's exactly gonna work
0: so what do you think it is about uh, Tiger Strikes Asteroid and you that makes makes the two groups compatible like this they approached us uh, about that. It's always but, flattering. <laughs> it's is
2: flattering because, but I think we really identify with those artists so
1: it's shown a lot of them. Yeah. Ruben's gone off and um, Ryan McCartney he's no longer part of the, I think he's he's more crane left. arts
2: now sort of.
1: They've all just been huge supporters of us and we and it was incredibly flattering and Like, as a sense of community in Philadelphia, I think it's taken at least me several years. I've lived here since 2009. It's taken me years to find this type of community. And I think now that Fjord's open, now that we helped open Fjord, it's just we've kind of seen, like, the inner workings of, like, how it all kind of fits together. And that's been really exciting for myself as an artist and also... As somebody running a space,
2: yeah, it's definitely you know a small community, but I think that has a lot of power to it because we all know each other. Then you know, and it, the, if we want to do something giant like this, it's actually feasible. I've um, often called this the land of opportunity because it's like anything you sort of want to manifest, you can. Like this building, fjord, for example. Um, And, you know, I I just know so many different people who, first of all, would be struggling just to have, you know, a studio and a house, Um, but we actually have a building and our own separate houses. I feel really lucky.
1: This building, when we moved in, was a gutted building. I mean, we really, when we first moved in, they're like, well, what are your requirements for moving in? And we were like, heat, a toilet, three slop sinks, and some lights. And so we were able to, like, really get the rent down to what could be feasible for the nine of us to just rent space, like a studio space, and then we've got the gallery all worked into that. So it's possible here in Philly. Like, we can all afford to have part-time jobs and have a studio Mm -hmm. and a gallery and a house. They're all very modest. It's kind of like when this all happened and we realized that this was a possibility, it was right when tax returns were coming back. And so with some help from our neighbors that happen to be contractors that can't deal with uh, slightly warped drywall to 50% off drywall at Home Depot, we were able to put up some walls. So we got what we needed.
0: I'm wondering how you think you are different than the other galleries that are in town? Are you different? What is it that you bring to the table? And why were they so welcoming to you? Because really I don't think they're welcoming to
1: everyone. One difference that sets us apart from other galleries in Philadelphia, especially those that... um,
2: Member-based?
1: Member-based galleries is that we um, are very adamant about not showing our own work in our gallery space. As artists it's really important for this to be kind of a laboratory of ideas. You
2: know, having our practice upstairs, um, it's really an extension of, of the practice upstairs, you know, like you're extending ideas that you're trying to communicate in your own work but through other people's work and then arranging and composing a room, writing about it and speaking about it and promoting it, so it's, it's just interesting. So
3: can you expand on that a little more, AJ? We're in your space, we're surrounded by a show that you organized. You curated this show, it's about landscape. So you're a painter, I believe? Yes. And how those painting practices that you're involved in are influencing what you put together in this show. Why landscape, for example?
2: Okay, um, as a painter, um, I consider myself mostly a landscape painter. Um, sometimes directly referencing landscape, usually through ph- photography, or um, in a more like abstracted, invented way, building space. So uh, I thought that um, picking a variety of artists who had different approaches and, and methods with a wide variety of, of narratives, I could sort of approach the question of not only what someone might paint, but why someone paints at all, which is a question I'm very uh, concerned with. How strange it is that, you know, we're alone in these studios, approaching a blank canvas, making an image. And that's kind of what the show was about for me.
3: So where did the artists come from? Are they your network of people you know from art school or from Philadelphia? Or how did you organize it?
2: I didn't have any direct connection to any of them. Vera Ilyatova, I had learned about uh, back in undergrad, uh, one of my professors, Dana Frankfurt,
0: And Tova,
2: did you say? No? Vera Iliatova. she's one of the painters in the show. Um, so I had her in mind, and, and I, I liked that she had figures uh, because I, I wanted some of the paintings in the show to not have figures, some of them to be like less accessible, maybe more abstract. It was important to me that there's a spectrum of work visually and aesthetically, but also in the sense of narrative, like content. And then some other artists came to me really just uh, you know by concentrating on the fact that I wanted to put together a show and suddenly someone would pop into mind or I'd find someone online. A lot of the artists, which is very surprising, are very receptive to uh, participating, which is really encouraging. So I ha- I just have to ask,
3: where did the name come from, and
2: what does it signify to you? Fjord or Wandering. Fjord. Like, we, we, so we, um, we had a sheet of paper on the second floor with about 11 or so different ideas, mm-hmm. um, including fort the frankfurt school
1: uh some other gray cube but fjord itself kind of came with gray matter <laughs>
2: <laughs> but fjord was because one of one of our founding members members who actually she she changed her studio space because she's a sculptor and just needed facilities for sculpting she just would sometimes say Frank Fjord Avenue, like as a joke, you know, Frank Fjord Avenue, Frank Fjord Avenue. She came up with Fjord, Liam Morris, and everyone really loved it because it was so short to the point, sort of exotic.
1: And another reason, what, what definition of Fjord is, the glacier movement of body, like a body of land, the water around it. And both buildings on the other, either side of Fjord have been knocked down at one point or another. while you're here no not while we were here but the backyard excavation
2: going on in the backyard excavation going on in the backyard
1: um both buildings have been knocked down on either side and so we're just kind of this island in the middle of Kensington
2: yeah it
0: is a very shifting landscape so you know you both are um You both landed in Philadelphia, and Lindsay, you graduated from RISD? I did. And AJ, you graduated from Boston University? Correct. So how did you land in Philadelphia, or why?
1: I landed in Philadelphia. I moved here with my dear friend, Sarah, from school. Our plan at the time was to move to Philadelphia. I grew up just north of the city. Move to Philadelphia, make a ton of money in one summer, and move to San Francisco or Berlin as a senior in college, this was feasible. Um, it, I should also mention the economy crashed like six months before. My classic. Idea, <laughs> classic. <laughs> so, in any case, I moved here, and by the time August rolled around, I was like, well, you know, Philadelphia is actually kind of great. We got a Sean Fitzgerald moved down here from upstate New York. We we're starting to cr- collect a crew, and I think that Moving with a crew of people after undergrad and, and having that co- kind of built-in community and collecting on it has really been the most rewarding thing about living in Philadelphia. And, you know, again, a, you're able to have a part-time job and have your own studio practice. As a,
0: and what is your part-time job?
1: Um, I work at Birch Tree Catering and Event Design as a office manager and also a, a assistant event designer. That's my day job. Tell us
3: about your art. We know A.J. is a painter. What kind of art do you make?
1: So I studied painting in undergrad, and I um, focus now mostly on fibers work. Um, How did that
3: happen? That transition is extreme.
1: I am totally satisfied with my decision to major in painting in undergrad. Uh, Especially at RISD, the major, especially in painting, was very wide open, and so really did leave the doors open for any kind of medium I decided to explore and uh, my latest medium switch was I think m- halfway through my senior year where I was like I must do this next project in fiber and therefore I'm gonna teach myself how to use a knitting machine and <laughs> just started from there and I fell in love and haven't looked back since.
0: And And what sorts of imagery are you using?
1: landscapes actually, uh, m- more specifically super fun sites um, in a- what I imagined them to look like underneath the ground and so it left a lot of creative room to make gloopy knitting.
0: <laughs> so.
3: <laughs> so let's talk about the gallery a little bit more. Do you guys have a, like a five-year plan? What long-term do you
1: want? You know, we fully plan to keep going. We can only sign so much of a lease at a time, and so that always kind of is a li- not necessarily a determining factor because I think we've always said that if we need to move, we'll move because there are still plenty of abandoned buildings on Frankfurt <laughs> Avenue that mm-hmm. need to home.
2: <laughs> Just keep pushing further north. It's not a big deal.
1: We kind of hit the ground running with with Fjord when we first opened because we scrambled to not only build the gallery but also have our first show by May after moving in. And We have definitely planned, you know, out the spring, and now we're working on summer. But we're kind of doing it seasonally now. Mm -hmm. As for a five-year plan, I mean, I would love to be around in five years. Um, (laughs) But as for this new Lindsay, (laughs) 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 I would love for Fjord to be around in five years. Um, And whether or not it's in this space or further up the street is I mean, it would be really cool if we could, like, buy a building one day, but we'll see when that happens. <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, on that note, thank you so much for speaking with us. We've been speaking with Lindsay Chandler and A.J. Rombach at Fjord. Thank you so much. Thanks so thank much, you. guys. Artblog Radio is brought to you by theartblog.org. Thanks
0: to our sponsors, including the Knight Foundation. Also, we want to thank Peter Crimmins, who makes us sound good. He's our editor.